This is Truth 101, our world of chocolate lenses. everybody it's your girl your auntie your favorite singer songwriter your favorite political commentator your crazy cousin from the country music truth and you are listening to episode four of truth 101 our world through chocolate lenses the show of course where we dive into anything until we get to the bottom of it where we get to the bottom of everything from politics and pop culture to why people with big arms make the best grits. And I suspect we'll probably actually get to that episode around episode 12. So you'll just have to keep listening. (laughs) All right, guys, today we're going to talk about something that likely every little black girl and yes, nearly every single little girl in general has held close to their heads for a mighty long time. Do you remember sitting on the floor between mama's knees for what felt like hours? (laughs) Do you remember wanting to go out and play, but you couldn't because it was Saturday and you need to get your hair done for tomorrow? Do you remember the intro to R&B singer Mario's video, Let Me Love You, where he was sitting in a barber chair, having them cut off as a coming of age symbol? Or what about when all the guys cut theirs off and their heads look like a pack of hot dogs on the back when they moved back? to the Caesar. Folks, I'm talking about braids today. And the question is, can you braid my hair? Actually, I was going to call this show, who told you to take your hair down? Because that's what mama always said, but it just didn't flow right. So anywho, you know, we've got to go down in history. So we're going to talk about what are they? Where did they come from? And who can wear them? So While for some cultures, box braids and cornrows may seem as exotic or on trend, braids have been with us for quite a while and have been woven into many facets of human history. So where did braids come from? You know, it's it's widely known that braids originated from the continent of Africa. According to Alexa Crawl's online gallery, which presents examples of how heritage algorithms, which I think are really cool, we might need to unpack that one episode, are found throughout cultural artifacts such as art and hairstyles and clothing, etc. They note that Nigerian clay sculptures and art dating back to 500 BC can be found depicting cornrows and even the great Sphinx himself has some braids slapped into the back of his head. Many scholars have also traced braids as far back as 3500 BC or straight back to the Himba people of Namibia where various braid styles ushered you through the many milestones and stages of life, such as, you know, coming of age, marriage, and increases in status within your community. Not much has changed with the method of braiding itself. The method and process is still pretty much the same. It's still three clusters of hair in a series of parts, and it's still tried and true. So as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The process has remained the same and it's always in many cases uh, been typically a social event and means of bond building because it took so long 
usually somebody else was doing it for you. Um, it, it, at least braids that were very uh, meticulous in their styles and what patterns they were doing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Those were the braids that you needed a friend for. Um, you couldn't just slap those in your head. But some cornrows, you know, the thicker ones, we could probably handle those. So braiding circles was and still is a thing. And it's been there since nearly the beginning of time. And although the origins of braiding itself began on the continent of Africa, it might surprise you that many cultures have contributed to the many styles and types of braids that we see today. You didn't know that, did you? So according to Birdie and Hairstory.com, while cornrows originated in 3500 BC and Afro box braids in 3100 BC, both out of Africa, Specifically, the Afro box braids trace their lineage back to Egypt right there in Africa. But it was the Greeks who contributed the halo braid in the first century. The Native Americans gave us pigtails in the fifth century and the Chinese gave us the staircase braid in the mid 1600s. Thank you, China. We have a shared narrative here, people, which brings me to my next point. Who can wear them? Although many cultures have enjoyed the benefits provided by braided hairstyles, including at its basic sense, a means to keep your hair tidy and neat and from falling in your face, as people of African descent who are often faced with ridicule when bringing our natural hair into the workplace and other shared spaces. It should be no shock that braiding has served to protect our hair, which naturally grows in a helix shape and requires supplemental moisture to avoid breakage and split ends. Braiding is a way to protect our hair and keep it healthy and strong. Now, while people of African descent are called unkept and unprofessional, sporting these hairstyles as expression or, or hair health, other cultures may be viewed as fashion forward and trendy. Let's unpack this. Throughout various stages of history, people of African descent have initiated reclamation of these cultural relics. The famous Rosa Johnson of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and niece of the great poet Maya Angelou is often credited with the wonderful beaded braid styles of the 70s, including Stevie Wonder himself and many other celebrities. Of course, in the 90s, we have the reemergence of the box braids, aka poetic justice braids. In the 2000s, cornrows make a comeback from Lil Wayne to Trey Songs, And I think even Ja Rule tried it out and perhaps his braids were a bit too tight considering the fire fiasco that would come years later. So again, who can wear braids? Might you recall the controversy of Caucasian model Bo Derek sporting cornrows in her 1979 film, 10? And nearly 40 years later, in 2018, Kim Kardashian uploads a slurry of photos with a braided style that she called, quote, Boderic braids, end quote. Many cited both of these as examples of cultural appropriation. However, knowing about the long history of braids, is it a shared narrative or something that only people of African descent can have claim to? I think the important piece here is to recognize the history and source without penalizing minorities when we do stake our claim in expression as well. Perhaps that's the answer. So when it comes to the idea that all non-people of color who wear braids are appropriating, I'm still on the fence 
knowing the origins and the evolution of braids itself, I think a bit differently. And many cultures have thrown a bit into the pot over the last couple centuries. However, when it comes to very specific styles of braiding, such as cornrows or box braids, micros, the list goes on and on. I believe it's important to pay homage, understand the weight and the legacy as people have literally lost their jobs because society deemed their hair's natural state or protective style as unkempt and uncouth. So recognize the weight. And equally, black folks recognize that while we laid the foundation, braids do have a shared heritage amongst other cultures, and that's okay too. But for many of us who may only be able to trace back our lines of history six to eight generations due to the atrocity that was the Atlantic slave trade, braids are a symbol of the tie that binds the entire African diaspora. Whether you're a proud Afro-Peruvian, a reverenced elder in the West Indies, a queen in Queens, or a little country girl in West Columbia, South Carolina, braids link us to a history and a people whose blood flows through our veins and visibly so. It predates the Bible, it predates the big three religions by thousands of years. It crosses the Atlantic. It seeps into the Aboriginal and Afro Islander threads of the Pacific and is a silent yet visible inheritance left by our forefathers as a means to forever connect us to times past. So in closing, that's the truth about braids and why there's such an intricate piece of our culture as people of African descent and as citizens of the world. Peace, babies. I'll see you next week. And thank you for joining us. And we'll be back where we'll toss around another point of interest and get to the bottom of it as best we can. Please send me your questions. I love reading from you guys. You can inbox me on facebook.com slash music truth. And that's music, M-U-S-I-Q, truth, all one word, no spaces. Or search me on social media, DM me there. Or just Google Music Truth. You can find me. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Truth 101, our world through chocolate lenses. Questions, I got answers, ain't no use pretending We can talk it out, chop it up till we get bored Research it, flip it, scratch it, or throw it straight out the door It's Truth 101, our world from chocolate lenses Sending your questions, cause knowledge we straight spitting and dying You got questions, we got answers, ain't no use pretending Chop it up, talk it out, knowledge we straight dripping This is Truth 101, our world chocolate